Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Again, my scripture, Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me well. Can we read quickly? Hear me well. Glory be to God in the highest. Revelations 3. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write. This thing says, he who is holy, he who is true, he will never deceive you. He who has the key of David and he who opens and no one. And shut. He will shut and no one can open. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door which no one can shut. You see, we've come to a time, I think in our Christianity, where we make up our mind if we want to believe God or believe situations. That's why God will have us, when God gives us a theme, it's not for us to just, I mean, just gloss over it and then memorize it for memorizing sake and of course walk around. Yes, we know that scripture very well. A lot of people know a lot of scriptures that don't benefit them. A lot. A lot. Because if you know scriptures, it will affect your thinking. Come on. A lot of people go from seminar to seminar. They won't travel distances, spend a lot of money, stay nights and days. Hello. Oh, yes. Take vacation. Stay night, afternoon, morning, night, afternoon. It's good because it's in the place of the word that you change. But many do that. And indeed, they can quote the Bible from Genesis Revelation. Some without playing it. But it's of no benefit if it does not appear in your character. You've wasted time. I've wasted your money. Hello. And that's why. What we're about to say, discuss today, I believe it will benefit us tremendously. Hello? Do you know that if you have a lot of knowledge and you can't apply them, they will puff you up. When you apply it, it subjects you to the counsel, the leadership, the direction of God. When you don't apply it, Pride. So knowledge is good. But if knowledge cannot be applied, we have a problem. That's why it's pretty easy to have people in government that you believe are Christians, and yet, oh my goodness, but then you hear all that is happening, you begin to wonder. Now, don't get me wrong, a man is a man. The best of a man is a man. So you'll be disappointing yourself if you, if you are disappointed every turn that you see a man at fault, or you see a man falling, or you see a man disappointing. You'll be, you'll be the most disappointed because are you making a man a God? So I said that to say that nobody is expecting you or me to be, you know holier than thou. No. But at least let it affect our character. Praise the Lord. 
And that's why you see us going over and over. This same thing again. What didn't stick in January will stick in September. What didn't get revealed in February will probably be revealed in December. What's important is that you have a revelation. What if you don't get it this year? If it, the fact that it's a theme for this year doesn't mean that it won't be your theme again for life. It's your theme for life. So what you don't get this year, as long as Holy Ghost keeps on reminding you of this thing, because now it's in your spirit, man, revelations will come. And the day it comes, it's a new beginning. Every revelation is a new beginning. Hello. You know the greatest problem of us Christians, believers? I hope you are following me closely. I say us. I didn't say of you. Uh-huh. Of us. We lack discerning of spirit. How do you discern? You discern within the word. The word comes to you and the word vis-a-vis the, your, the life you live and your situation begins to show you things. Some you are not able to explain. You ever find yourself just on, permit me, in quote, unnecessarily joyful? Anybody ever been there before? Come on, talk to me. You can't really put your hand to it. This is it. You are so joyful and you are, hey, ever been there before? Come on, talk to me. That must have been the Holy Spirit. Because you can't explain everything. If you can just explain everything, then, hey, you can use it. As well, become God to yourself. But at that point, you design the fact that this is the joy of the Holy Ghost. And while you flow with the Spirit, you begin to hear the Word of God clearly. You can translate it. Have you ever found yourself in a place that you got into and you are so restless? And the first thing you do is that you are checking yourself. Is something wrong with me? Because the first place to start, can I be frank with you, is yourself. If you don't start yourself, you are prideful. The first place to start is yourself. And you struggle, you struggle, man. And at that point, under your breath, you're like, Shakra, mashallah. Why? Because you can't run away. God, you will get into a discerning situation. You will discern what is right and what is wrong. And when you discern, you begin to give glory to God. So the place that, is, that was hitherto uncomfortable becomes a place of miracle. So one of the greatest problems of us Christians is our inability to discern within the word of God. Remember they asked me to speak on government today the way it relates to us. So I was asking God, and that's why all these things are coming. And I believe God that for Nigeria and for the church, a door is opened. In the name of Jesus. Come on, talk to me. I say a door is open. I can't hear your amen. And it's a good door in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. So if I know that a door is open, what would be my reaction? To things around. Now you can, t- you, can, you can overlay what I've been saying with what, with what it is. If I know that indeed as far as this God that I serve is concerned, a door is opened. Even in my reactions. You know, sometimes the children deserve more than the adults. What you don't see and you're just, and your child is like, I'm restless. I'm restless. If only you take time to give that child a little attention, you will design. 
Praise the Lord. So the door is opened. And if the door is opened, what should be our, what should be our natural desire before an open door? Talk to me. Come on, talk to me. Walk through. Praise the Lord. Do what? Walk through. Praise the Lord. So my scripture following this is Second Chronicles chapter 7. You see, the situation whereby you feel helpless about the nation, I think should be over by now. That's where I'm going. Chapter 7, verse 14. Let me take it from verse 12. 7, verse 12. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. By night. And said to him, I have heard your prayer. And I have chosen this place for myself. As a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven. And there is no rain. Or command the locusts to devour the land. Or send pestilence among my people. If my people. Who are called. By my name. Will humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. And I will forgive their sin. And heal their land. Let me read one more verse. Or two more. 15. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. If you observe from where we started reading, I'll probably have to go beyond that later, working within the context. The Lord appeared to Solomon. You know why the Lord appeared to Solomon? Because he had a desire. Because Solomon had a desire. Because Solomon was the leader. And because Solomon had a desire. So the Lord appeared to him. And if I just quickly bring you into context here, um, the whole of chapter 6, you see Solomon now was dedicating the temple. I think it took almost seven years thereabout to build a temple. But this was what he had always desired to do. You want to understand that his father had that same desire. And God said to him, no. So there are certain times that you want to really do it for God. Like Pastor was saying, you want to help God. Huh? God said, Sometimes your help can be a hindrance. I'd rather you just obey me and follow me. Hello. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said, let me bring you into context. 
the whole of chapter 6, after seven years of desiring to do something that the father desired to do, that God said, it's not because you sinned, it's not because you're not competent, it's, I, I would rather your son. He is God! Uh-uh. No, I like to do it. I want your grandson. Don't you think that's, don't you know that's a greater blessing? Come on, parents! Stop competing with your children. I beg you in the name of Jesus. It's a blessing that your children <laughs> have stepped into it. But now, after seven years of Mount Moriah, Solomon came and they had built, in fact, the dimension. God is the greatest architect. I'm sure, Pastor Binga, you've looked at the architecture of the temple. You've looked at it. Serious. <laughs> the dimensions, the color, the texture, the metal, the wood, details. Anyway, that was his shot somewhere just before the altar. And that was where the king would stand for the dedication. So the king stood there and could not stand for his appreciation of what God had done. Remember, it was a building. Remember, I was a building. Glory be to God in the highest. Then the king went on his knees before the Lord and before the people and lifted up his two hands to the Lord. By the time he finished praying and thanking God, fire came down that no human being could stand to do anything. But ladies and gentlemen, the king, the king, the king. But remember, he's a man. There was a time in his life that he fell. And I've heard preachers say that, he, that Solomon is in hell. You don't, you, you go and read your Bible again. It's not in hell. It's not in hell. Because he wrote the book of Proverbs. That's a repentant heart. He wrote Ecclesiastes. That's a repentant heart. And you warn yourself, man, see what men pursue, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. That's a repentant heart. But did he miss it? Oh, yes, he did. Somewhere along the line. But I'm just trying to bring you to context here. He prayed some dangerous prayers. You know, my challenge with the body of Christ is this. I say, my challenge, God is helping me. So, first you have challenges. Ah, I'm a man. So, what is it? What is it? If you sing and dance in church, they will abuse you. You see that church, all they do is just jump and sing. If all you do is singing hymns, you say, those ones like sick people all the time. Because they are always better than you. If your service is in a shackle, they say, can you imagine what a disgrace? Look at him. If you build a palace for God, they say, all you do is just build him the houses, don't build people. How do you know? I remember when shower started. <laughs> people will come and get blessed, and some will come. And for him, say, ah, Pastor, great work, eh? But I hope the people know, or rather when they have testimony, testimony, they give them, 
I hope you are not just jumping and dancing in this place. So I said, ah, what a rude way to talk. So you despise the spirit of God here and the leadership here. No, they don't, they don't hear God. They're just jumping and dancing. And you are the one that knows. Who are you? Where are you coming from? What do you know? That's the body of Christ for you. He said, if you sit down and be blessed and go, or come up and please add to what God is doing. Ladies and gentlemen, if I get into choosing today, I'm receiving blessings. I'm not saying it so you can praise me. No. I ask God for grace every day. Because that's the way they interpret and see God. And God is moving. If I get into Christ's embassy today, I will be blessed. Yeah. Oh, everything they do is right. Did I say so? Did I say so about Reverend Moka? Did I say so about Oyakilome? No. Oh, everything fighting does is right. To the best of our ability, the song will tell you certain things that's not right. Okay. But why don't you leverage on what is right? And so the body of Christ attacked themselves from pillar to post from night to morning. And then they wonder why the heathen is taking over. Thank God for Yemi Oshibajo. But not everybody in the body of Christ approved it. But even if I don't approve it, what should be my attitude now? Prayer! But some are waiting. Uh, didn't we say it? We shall see. Oh, you will see. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be surprised. It's not because I know him. He's a child of God. And that's it. He's a co- How do you want to know him? The same covenant? The same blood? The blood of Jesus? Those who don't even need to have met themselves. The sign that they are both with that's all. <laughs> Hallelujah. What we see is competition. Just competition and competition. There's no support and addition and help. Come on. What's wrong with the Catholic Church? What's wrong with the Catholic Church? There are believers even in the Catholic Church. Oh, the Catholic. So you are in Southern Church. I'm not condemning this either, but I'm not telling that Catholic Church is a perfect church. No, I'm not saying that. There's no perfect church. You want to hear that? Let me say it again. There is no perfect church. Usually, when you run from where you are, you say, "Nah, because of this, I'm not only going to that church again." <laughs> you are prideful. One, number two. When you go there, you are going to destroy that place, which I think is good. Your attitude from where you are coming, you are going. To, where you get there after two months, you tell them they're not good there. Too. You've got to spoil their testimony. Aren't you surprised that in the body of Christ, you scarcely see new converts? It's drift from one church to another. It's happening in that church. Hey, we are part of the church. They are part of the church. Who are you? No, we. We want to know you. Heaven wants to see you. Leave your legacy here. Not just we. Where it is happening? <laughs> Praise the Lord. He stood there and he lifted up his hands and he began to pray. He now said, Father, honor your name in this place. Answer our prayers. When we make mistakes and we come to call, Father, anywhere we are, when we remember your spirit here, when we turn to this house and pray, answer. Oh my goodness. He prayed specific prayers. 
and he was the king. By the time he finished, ladies and gentlemen, because where we are in chapter 7 was where he finished. When Solomon had finished praying, 7 verse 1, come on church, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Ladies and gentlemen, if the glory of God is not part of it, I don't want it. No matter how big, no matter how much you're talking about it, no matter how wonderful, if the glory of God is not the issue, I'm not interested. I'm not. Nobody's the truth. If I see anything that lasts forever, but the glory of God will last forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please follow me. The Bible said the fire fell and the priest could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory, the glory, the glory of the Lord has filled the Lord's house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord uh, on the temple, they bowed their faces. (laughs) I'm going somewhere. To the ground on the pavement and worship and praise the Lord, saying, Will your reverence and worship of God cause others to worship God? Or will your, is your life causing more problems for them who are even trying to be devoted? Here, Paul, eating meat will not send me to hell. But if eating meat is the reason why this, my brother, my sister, we have a struggle with their divine assignment. I won't eat meat. I will not. It's not because I don't like meat. It's not because I cannot eat. It's not because I don't know how to eat. I will not. When they saw, everybody started to worship God. Everybody. Can't you, see, can't you see the place of leadership? If the leadership is the one that is spoiling the situation, I can't blame anybody. I'm talking about whether in your home, in your business concern, in the church, in the nation. So they started praising, they praised God and saying, For he, the Lord is good and his mercy is enduring forever. And then the king and all the people offered sacrifices before the Lord. Hallelujah. If you read further, you now get to verse 12. Verse 10. On the 23rd day of the seventh month, he sent people away to their tent joyfully and glad of hearts for the good that the Lord had done for David, for Solomon, and for all his people, Israel. Though Solomon finished, the finishing has not been concluded until you consecrate it. Until you come back to say, I am grateful. If you see the number of 
The cost of the sacrifice, the cost of what they give to God. Amazing. Thus Solomon finished the house uh, the Lord, uh, of the Lord and the king's house, and Solomon successfully accomplished all that came into his heart to make the house of the Lord and in his own house. Then the Lord appeared unto Solomon. Verse 12. If, God, if, you, if you believe, hear me well, if you believe you are in the place of your assignment and you cannot see God, at least on a regular basis, check again. If you're in your place of assignment, and when I say place of assignment, whether it's ministry, because at the end of the day, to, to us really, there's no difference between ministry and secular. Our whole life is divine assignment. If you cannot see God regularly, I think you need to check again. If all you see is judgment and complaints and fights and irritation, and there's something wrong. You probably are yet to get it right. Can I say it again? If in your place of assignment, all you see is trouble, you don't ever see God, there's something wrong. Pastor Taiwo, as the pastor of Fountain, oh, I see trouble, but I see God. Ah! If I don't see God, I would have resigned. I'm sure those who are close to me know I'll go and look for something else to do with my life. But I see God. Believe, I, see, I see God. I still saw him this morning. I'm not joking. Believe me, I'm not talking you happy. There must be an assurance that you're in the right place. There must be. Praise God. He appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer. <laughs> and I have chosen this. Oh, you are mashanda. Ladies and gentlemen, in all humility, give God all the glory. God has chosen fountain for something. And I'm glad I'm part of it. Did you hear me? I'm glad I am part of it. Otherwise, I'll be wasting my life. I've chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven and there's no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among the people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Now listen, see, the whole nation may be going somehow. What about you? Can you see what God is saying there? Things may be happening. As people may be judging it one way, they may be thinking one way and be acting one way. What about you? My people. My people, you are the light. Everybody's saying, it's darkness, 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 darkness. That's the song they sing. But you know that you are here and you are light. My people. When God will restore, he will start, he will use his people. God will only need a foothold in a place to change anything. But what if my people don't know themselves as my people? 
Hello? Praise the Lord. If my people were called by my name. Pastor, see the world is gone. See Nigeria is this. See this. See this. See, 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 see. Where are my people? And how do I know my people? By what they think and what they say. How do they shine? By what they think and what they say in the situation. Are they able to design? Of course they do. Will the devil try to neutralize them? Oh my goodness, more than ever. And that's why you have to be able to discern. If my people, no matter the situation, if my people Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. What does he expect of his people? His covenant people. What does he expect in a situation? Humble yourself. You know, I tried to look through the Bible. I realized that a lot of times in the Old Testament, when a man sets up, makes up his mind to seek God's face, the Bible says that he humbles himself. He sits in ashes. He covers with ashes. He sits on the ground. He's, he, he. I'm not saying you should go and pour ashes on your head. They do that to demonstrate the state of their hearts. Hello? If my people will humble themselves, because it is the pride of men that brings trouble to man. It was the pride of Lucifer that finished him. And if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, you see God say something. He said, when you have gotten to the land that I am taking you to, I made you, I delivered you from, 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 from slavery. I am giving you the land that is filled with milk and honey. When you get there, don't now begin to assume that it's by your power. Because that's what the natural man does. You haven't seen pride until you get into the church. Then you forget that it is for the fulfillment of the covenant. That's the problem with the unbeliever. But what of my people? Where are my people? Are they not trying to become like unbelievers? Are they so overwhelmed by what they judge as the wickedness of the unbeliever that they've thrown away any hope? Where are my people? If my people will humble themselves, and what? Come on, talk to me. Uh, that means that without this humility, they can't, there is no prayer. There is no prayer. I can pride myself in my position as a pastor of the Father of Life Church. Uh, see what God is doing. <laughs> God took you when you were nothing. In fact, that you got saved at all was the grace of God. You are no better than all those who are backslidden and gone. Even those who are falling into a state of apostasy. You are no better. It's the grace of God that sustains you. Now you are the senior pastor. If you elevate that above the God that put you there, you are coming down. That will never be my portion in Jesus' name. 
I said, that will never be your portion in Jesus' name. I'm talking of church. How much more any leadership position? See the book of Judges. God brought them out, and now in Judges, they were now in the, in the land flowing with milk and honey. Judges, come on, they were there. But if you read, God said, I didn't allow them to wipe out some people so that I will use it as a reminder for, for them from time to time. God. See, because when they come to a place where they forget, I'll just give one tiny one power to overpower them. I said, what? Who are the judges? And when they are flogged and they are crying, God, so merciful, guess what he does? He said, when they are crying, he comes for him. He now is the leader for them from among them. So why are we complaining about the leaders? We, we make our own leaders. We make our own leaders. We open the door and shut the door for leadership. When they begin to go after other gods and they begin to forget where God has brought them from, he allows one small man to take them captive and they become their leader. The man that would dare not even smell the lace of the smallest of them, the lace of the shoes of the smallest of them. And when they cried before God, and cry, and when they cry, comes before God, he, he picked somebody from amongst them. And that one will fight and defeat. And salvation will come, peace will come, prosperity will come again. Go and read the book of Judges. It, it was all a sequence of up and down. The same thing. And when they are satisfied again, they go the wrong way again. And then if he doesn't allow Gregor, he will allow Moab. Small nations. Then he will raise somebody else. Then raise somebody else. Then he will, go, he will raise somebody else. Then he, I said, God have mercy. So it's the people that determine the leaders. It's the people. It is the people. And democracy has done it well. Government of the people by the people for the people. So who chose the people? Why are you looking for your government? Did you choose who you want? Did they come from among you? Their values are like your values. And with position, they are worse. Because they have position. So before you make too much noise, if we put you there, you probably do worse. Because it's from the people. Yeah. I'm not saying the government is doing right. But I'm saying I'm too tired of, the, of going around in the same circle. It doesn't matter whether it's PDP or APC. Hmm. Politician is politician. Man is man. What matters is we are God's people. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Hello. Praise God. But can you see what I'm seeing? It's the people that determines the government. It is the people. But if my people will humble themselves and pray, <laughs> it's a call 
to humility is a call to prayer. You know what keeps you humble? Jeremy 8, from 7 to 18, don't forget who you are and where you are coming from. It puts you in the place of gratitude forever. Otherwise, power can puff up. They say power corrupts, absolute power. Oof. You don't know a man until, or a woman until you give them power. Then you say, wow, I never knew. A call to prayer. But the prayer thing is just, that's just the center. If only we would pray. Prayer humility in action. What does it say? My ability can't handle it. I submit your ability, God. The very act of prayer is humility. And you look in 18, one Jesus said, my, he said, look, or rather, look, right, was writing, telling us the heart of Jesus concerning that teaching about the uh, unjust judge and whatever, teaching opportunity in prayer. He said, Jesus taught this to the intent that men ought always to pray and not faint. If you don't pray, then you will change. You, the environment will change you. The situation will change you. You begin to copy the unbelievers. What prayer does is that it humbles you. It makes the world come alive. Be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, I go to a place and started praying in tongues. And the whole place just burst out praying in tongues at the same time. At the same time. And it went on, went on, went on. And as you prayed, like it would normally happen, I was hearing God saying some things. Then I stopped them. I said, I don't know if you observe this. When you are praying in the spirit, words of God get displayed in your spirit, man. Instructions come. Bam, 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 bam. I feel the fire. And instructions will come as per your position. People can advise you, people can help you, but listen to your spirit, man. Otherwise, you will make a mistake. As by your situation. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. We are called to pray without season. My people! Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing but by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. Not grumbling and complaining like don't believers. Prayer, supplication, thanksgiving. That's your own method of complaining. Not using your mouth to destroy what we're struggling to put straight. We all complain. But let your, let your prayers be more than your complaints. We all do. And when it comes to prayer, sometimes you begin to wonder, shall I pray for this one who is doing this? Shall I pray for this one? Hey, 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 hey. What does the Bible say? Do what the Bible say. But what the Bible say, I don't like to do it because I don't like this man. I don't like this one. See what they are doing. But what does the Bible say? No. At that point, yes, I'm praying for him. Because I don't want to pray. Because I don't know how to pray. Oh, you don't know how to pray. All right. The Holy Ghost will give you. Pray it. Otherwise, you keep on meditating on the wrong and you keep on hating instead of loving. You can't win by hatred. 
You only win by love. But you are natural. That's why there's a conflict. Because I can see. Can't you see? Can't you see? Shh, you know. But pray for him. Ah! <laughs> how do I do? How do you pray such prayer? Okay, that Paul is the I don't know how to pray. I thought, That's why Paul said, I will pray my understanding. I will pray in tongues. So let me tell you guys, I pray in tongues on every one of you. See, leader, for you to take control of where God has put you, you must pray in tongues more than anybody around. I'm not joking. How do you know? Not that you are the most attacked. You are the leader, you'll be the most attacked in the group. No matter how you are explained, they won't understand you. And the mistake, greatest mistake you make in your life is to say, nobody understands me and go and start working. Ah, the devil has got you where I want you. Shandala baba baba baba. They can appreciate what someone like Emil Shivaju is going through. <laughs> I'm sure when he's not in the meeting or he's not talking, you'll be shakramara, whatever. That's wisdom. That's power. My question is, how many times have you prayed for the Christians who are there? We pray, get involved, get involved. When they get involved, you sit down in your own corner and you are the one that criticizes them the most. Can I say this to us quickly? When our brother or our sister is in a position of authority, there's no partisanship. Your political party is nothing compared to the covenant you have. That's why in Fountain, whether you are PDP, APP, ADP, APC, PPC, GGN, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And please, let me say this clearly. If your party affiliation is your problem, can you please bury it? Let's uphold the Christians who are there. And let me just quickly say this again. And while we are praying for them, the devil will show you what they are doing wrong. Who are you praying for? It's not the same woman that did this. Have you heard? The devil is trying to shut you up so that he can isolate him or her. Regardless of where they are falling, they are still the children of God. Pray for them. Say, so first of all, pray for those who are in authority. If you want to see Nigeria turn well, I have no party affiliation. I'm sure you know by now. It's like I don't have the best Premier Club. I, I, look, I look for skills and good soccer. If you can think on the spot the moment, I know what to do with it. But ah, yeah, I say, oh, my, my, ah, look at this boy. They cut you in the grave. Four legs are coming and you're like, yeah. I say, hey, I like that guy. If I see five of them in the team, I say, I like that team. Mm-hmm. If the next team comes with eight of them, I say, ah, Let's watch this one. What's my business? Are there millions coming to your pocket? Some husband will take their wife. Eh, you are chasing. Yeah. Uh, on what? The boy less than the age of your son is a millionaire. You are fi- I beg. The same thing with politics. It is the glory of God and the wealth of the people that matters the most. It's a shame that the nation of Nigeria will have a problem. Christians in Nigeria cannot come together and bring solution. 
Can I say this, you know, humility? And I thank God for it. God forgive me if it's pride. Correct me. I know best of people in government from time to time. Ask any of them. I will never and have never will become their problem. What I can get. Uh, pray! That's the problem of the body. I want land. I want house. God will give you where you are. The same people that will come and cloud you for what they can get, that one that will criticize you the most. When you make any slight mistake. Human beings are flaky. Pray if my people. If my people. It's a call to devotion. Humble themselves, pray and seek my face. You see why a lot of prayers seem not to be it's like they're not answered? Because your prayers are just a platform of your needs. Presenting your needs. In the middle, Father, give me, help me, give me, my son, my daughter, my wife, my husband, give me, give me, give me, you know, give me, let me pass the exam, let me pass, let me, let me, let, 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 let. When is the time that God, I just like to sit with you. I just like to sit with you. We saw, we got, met, we met and we became friends and after a while we got married. If after our marriage, I don't have time for her, that will be the end. No, it's true. If I don't spend time with her, if I don't fellowship with her, instead of discovering what makes her tick, what God has embedded in her for me, the devil will keep on showing me other things. The same thing with God. Those who take time to seek his face, their prayers are much more meaningful. We saw Muslim on there. From the moment he was there, he went after God. God went after him in Gibeah. It was his lifestyle. For my prayer is just to be able to stand and preach to you. What a miserable man I am. But my prayer is that if I say hey, if all I can say is hey, God let it be your hey. The people, they will deliver people. You will give them God. You will see his glory on their lives. It will heal them. It will deliver them. It will provide for them. My people will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, repent. Let me just quickly close with that. Some people that repent from the Old Testament, I hear you. If you don't repent in the New Testament, you cannot be born again. And repentance is not just for unbelievers. You are still a man. You make mistakes sometimes. That's why we have First John chapter 1. From verses 8. If you fall. But that's not there to make you to, for you, as an excuse, I can always fall and come back. Who are you deceiving? You are, talking, you are dealing with God, I beg. You are a new creation. All things have passed away. You want to keep on wallowing in the old and say, I'm coming back. You think you're smarter than God? He said, that's grace. Uh-uh. 
grace. Tell me the epistle where things are not listed. Fornication, adultery, cheating, backbiting, gossip, and one manga. Show me. Say, these words will not have part in the kingdom of heaven. Show me the epistle. Where it's not listed. What are we talking about? Who is, the, who is really the exponent of grace? Who is grace personified? Apart from Jesus Christ in the New Testament. He's not, he's not poor. That's what I'm talking about. That's a place for purity. I'm not telling you to be sin conscious. No! We are not sin conscious. Because if we are sin conscious, then we will not be able to pursue the fruits of righteousness. We will not be able to pursue the righteousness of God that we are in Christ Jesus. No, we are not sin conscious. But not to be sin conscious is not a key to what you sin like unbelievers. No! Check the Bible. That's the challenge I have with some people who are preaching grace in a very wrong way. We are products of grace. We are sustained by grace. We will be wrapped up by grace. But please, don't take grace for granted. He called to repentance. said, then I will hear. I will help. I will hear. God is still hearing. He is still helping. He is still healing. And let me tell you this. When God puts in position, the worst thing that can happen is for scoffers to make a mockery of your position. Don't allow them. No matter how much they tell you you are inexperienced, go back to God. Don't let them intimidate you. We give God the glory. When last did you pray for Yemi? Pastor, it's not the president. I know. But I'm starting with the covenant child of God. I'm talking with my people. One last did you pray for him? And you're looking for the great Nigeria? One last did you pray for somebody? Pastor, is he a Christian? Yes, he is. Pastor, is he a Christian? Maybe. But I know him to be a Christian. And I owe him. I owe God and I owe him. One last did you pray for him? You say, Pastor, what will my prayer do? Oh, you've forgotten who you are. The effectual fervent prayer of one righteous man. Just one. 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 Elijah did it. Daniel did it. One person. Nehemiah did it. Esther did it. They prayed and things. They changed the whole nation. Don't you think it's high time you began to have some confidence in who God. If you, if, if you don't trust yourself, trust the God inside of you, for God's sake. And that's why I won't allow anybody to despise me as a Christian and me as a pastor. I won't allow you. No. I won't. And in my circle, I won't allow you to despise anyone that God has put in position. No, I won't. Pastor, they're doing this. I said, let's pray for him more. I may say, hey, hey, whoo. Man, we have to pray for him. That's it. You are not smarter than God. When last did you pray for Buhari? Come on. Have you prayed for him much more than you criticize him? That one more so him. 
It's not a Yoruba man, it's not a neighbor man, it's not a Yoruba man, it's not a Shakari man. It's a house man, it's a full anima. It's not a Christian, it's not a Christian, it's a Muslim. Yeah. But he's the president. <laughs> well, last you pray for him. There's the clear cut instructions that we must pray for him in the Bible. If my people, if my people, can't you see the answer is here? Can't you see the door is opened? Let's just thank God for Nigeria. Let's thank God for Nigeria. Let's thank God for our president and our vice president, our governor, Senate president, speaker of the house, the chief judge of the nation. Let's thank God for all of them and them. They are down lines. Let's pray for the church of Jesus Christ in Nigeria. Let's thank God for the greater Nigeria, that, I mean, the, for Nigeria of, of tomorrow, Nigeria, the great future of Nigeria. is great, greater than what we see today. Because if God has nobody, now I know he has you, he has me. And we receive grace in the name of Jesus. If my people to shine as the light in this nation, and stop belittling yourself. The little you do, God will amplify. I promise you. That's why it's not so much your strength. He will open the door for you. You just be willing and obedient. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you for what you've done here today. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai will require. Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way in Lukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.